Hey, hey, y'all. Merry Christmas to all of y'all. It's your girl, Lunar, and I'm here to talk about my tarot and astrology love that I have. Okay, so let's get started with this. Um, So like I said, I have a business called Phase of Lunar. I have an Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter account for it. On all three of them, I post weekly energy, chakra forecasts, daily cards for the full moon, new moon, the day after it, the zodiac season energy for that particular zodiac sign. Um, this For the month of December, I have been doing a writing challenge to get myself back into my writing because I Writing has been a very good outlet for me since I was a kid, to be honest, and didn't get really into it, into it, not until I got out of high school and decided to try to get back into it, but it was kind of hard for me to find the words what I'm trying to say even though I know the words that I'm trying to say it's just how can I convey them so it can get out to everybody and then after a while I was just like I don't care what the others think this is just me getting my thoughts out this is just me trying to convey what excuse me me trying to convey what I have locked up inside of me and come to an understanding of how I got to this, how this became that, you know, what's the journey for it? So that's how the writing for me is. And tarot and astrology, I was into that when I was in middle school, actually, because I used to observe kids a lot. And when they talk about their zodiac sign that they was, the thing that kept running through my head was like, you somewhat act like that, but not fully. And then after I observed the kids more and more, I started thinking, I'm just like, what if they have more than just one sign to it? Like, what if they have other zodiacs connected to them? So, I think I was at a library one day and discovered an astrology book. And I read the first couple of pages, and then we talked about birth charts. And I was like, whoa, birth charts, what is this? And something inside me just clicked. And... After I read what a birth chart is, they was like, each person have a unique birth chart. And they had a rising sign that they portrayed out to the world. And all that. And I tried to do it while I was in middle school. But I couldn't get into it, so I kind of stepped away from it. But it made a lot more sense to me. More than ever so I got back into it when I met a person 
that who got me into tarot and astrology again. Found out my birth chart. Did a lot of digging. And came to my understanding of my birth chart. And even though I still find more things that makes me understand it even more or surprise me about it is a is a lot. And even when I did my mother's baby brother and older brother birth chart, and I saw how we all interconnected <laughs> with each other because we all had the one same aspect which is sun square moon all her kids had that all her kids a ego with the mother <laughs> and it was a conflict but we worked with it. it. It was our own way of really developing that. I'm trying to balance those that aspect that we had, but it's funny. So if anybody ever observed people and wondered, even though astrology and tarot is starting to become a huge trend now, so that's... And in a way, I don't like that it's become such a trendy topic because there's actually people that who actually use it for good and actually want people to understand it and help them heal and become the best person that they can be based off their birth chart. And it's the same thing with tarot. Tarot is a divination tool that is used to help you instead of hindering you. The tarot cards have their own meaning. Everybody perceives them differently. And it's all based on intuition. Some people just read the cards instead of looking more deeply into it. And a lot of people give tarot and astrology a bad rap when you have people coming out the world works saying oh you I can't stand this about this sign or I can't stand this about tarot and this reader said this and I don't see how that connects it may not connect with you right then and there but eventually somewhere along the line it's going to come up and even if it doesn't the reader let me put it like this. Tarot readers pick up on people's energy. Whatever energy you give it out, that's what they're picking up on. So when you say it doesn't fit you, I'm like, well, this is what I'm picking up. And, and I actually had a couple of people that was like that. And I'm just like, well... Okay, I'm sorry that it's not connected with you, but this is what I'm getting. Like, simple as that. And I never heard from them again, and that's fine. But this is what I'm picking up intuitively, and I'm reading the cards how it's laid out right in front of me. The cards tell a story. It got a beginning, middle, and end. 
And sometimes you need clarifications on those cards. And you have oracle cards that help bring it all together. And the oracle card could be something great. But yet the card is saying something totally different. But after you look deeper, you'd be like, okay, I can see how, excuse me, I can see how this card relates to that. Or I can see how that energy can be perceived with that oracle card. You see that, but it's a matter if that person is open to it, just like you was open to give them that information. It's a mutual respect to it. And if you don't have that mutual respect, then you don't need to get a tarot reading or a birth chart reading by anybody. And especially the new people that who's coming into it, that who's just getting started. Like, learn. This is, you don't stop learning. You end up evolving as it goes. And me, I've been doing tarot for four years, almost five. And I can still say I'm still learning and still growing with it. I can see sometimes how some cards pick up on certain things. And, and I'm just like, huh? Or when I look back on the cards, I'll be like, that makes a lot more sense now. Oh, so that's what it was trying to say. I'll be like, damn. Like, it's a learning process. You never stop learning. So... With people that were just coming out just straight out the gate, like newbies, slow down. Take your time and actually learn the cards. You don't have to understand the entire meaning of the cards. Just get a feel for them. And practice with close friends before you try doing strangers and all that. And sometimes do it on yourself and see if your card is picking up on anything that you are not understanding yourself on things. Like, simple as that. Simple as that. Just take your time and get to know the cards. Get to know yourself. See things in a better understanding. And the same thing with astrology. Don't hate on one sign because one of the signs dogged the hell out of you. It's more to it than that. All zodiac signs have negative and positive, yin and yang, feminine, masculine, light and dark, whatever you want to put it as. Everybody got their good sides and their bad sides. For example, everybody dogs the hell out of Geminis, Scorpios, Cancers, Leos, Virgos, Capricorns. I probably said Capricorns earlier, I don't remember. Pisces. Like, all the signs get dogged like hell in some type of way. And you just need to stop that. Simple as that. Like, I can say I can't stand Libras. But I have met a few Libras that who I enjoy. That's why I... All... Libras are not the same. When you get to know them and see how they grow and develop, they they are wonderful people. They are great with the balancing and given that Venus energy that they have, that beauty that they have within them. 
at one point in time, I couldn't stand Pisces. But now that I realize that I have a Pisces moon, and I'm just, like, thinking back over my childhood, teenage years, I'm just like, huh, I can see how that played. Huh. Like, my childhood, like, I was definitely the embodiment of my Pisces moon when I was in my elementary, middle school days. Crybaby. Stay to myself, like, and all that. But, and he was slightly bullied, but I didn't let that affect me. I'm just like, I would say I don't like bullies to this day. And I learned to try to stand for my own voice, learn who I am as a person. And actually, that's happened to do with my first house placements, which are Neptune and Uranus, about me ever changing and getting to know myself, and I did a lot of that when I was in middle and high school, and still doing that even as an adult, getting to know who I am as a person. I'm a Capricorn rising, just FYI, if you listen to my first podcast, um, Get to Know Me, I mentioned that I'm a Gemini sun, Pisces moon, Capricorn rising, and I love my birth chart through and through after getting to know it for a year or two. And sometimes I still look at my birth chart and be amazed about it all over again. <laughs> and look at the aspects and I'll be like, I see how that is. And even found out about side reel birth charts and connected with that and that's still a learning progress but my side real chart is freaking beautiful I guess that's just me but it's freaking beautiful and I will definitely say I don't know too much about it and I'm still like I said I'm still learning it but it is beautiful I love my side real chart I'm a Taurus sun Aquarius moon and a Sagittarius rising and it is beautiful beautiful with a 12th house Scorpio so and in a way I I feel like I connect a little bit more to my side reel I, I, I connect with my side reel and my regular birth chart the tropical one, as they call it, the tropical birth chart, or the western birth chart, as they call it, and I was like, I, I feel that one, but that side real one is just like, whoo, good lordy, he's like, it just like blows you away, excuse me, and I love it, I just love it, and and I'm glad I stumbled into that and actually got my birth chart read by one of my retreat sisters. She actually got very reasonable prices for her birth charts. So if you want to check her out, her Instagram and Twitter name is Shantae Out Loud. I will put it in the description as soon as I finish this episode up. I repeat, it's Shantae Out Loud. I'm going to just say that one more time. But like I said, I'll put it in the description at the end of this episode. 
she did my birth chart. She is wonderful. And she talks about all astrology-related stuff. Like, we have a new moon in Capricorn and an eclipse that is happening on the 26th. She did, um, she talked about, she's going to talk about that. So definitely check that out. She do lives when she's able to. So definitely follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Stay up to date on that stuff. If you into it, she is amazing. There's a couple of other good, um, astrologers that I know that I follow that I enjoy. I don't remember their names off the top of my head. I just remember my retreat sister because I love love when she did my chart. And I usually reread that <laughs> again because I'm just like, oh, yes, yes, yes. So I love it. I enjoy it. Um, But I talked about astrology enough. Now let's get back to tarot. Like I said, I've been doing tarot for four to five years. And I do have a business, and I will put my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram name, but it's pretty much titled of this podcast series called Phase of Lunar. So if you're interested in seeing how the weekly energy forecast is, you can definitely do that. I usually try to get it out between Monday and Tuesdays at the latest when it comes to the daily cards for the new moon or the full moon, I usually try to get it out that day and the day after I put that out as well. My writing challenge due ends on December 31st of this year. Also, I do Reiki as well. I'm a level two. I haven't become a master yet. I mentioned this actually in my first episode that I'm, working on doing the final level, which is the master level, come next year during the summertime. So I'm definitely going to complete that and then offer services. I do offer services for that. I do have a booking site. It's in my Twitter page. So if you go to my Twitter, you can definitely check that out. And you can book sessions. I do have January stuff up. Um, I'm definitely thinking about taking the month of May off because that's my birthday month. So I probably won't post any bookings for May of 2020. So I'm going to just put that out there now. The month of May, I'm definitely not going to do any type of readings whatsoever. Also, probably during Pisces season, I may take a slight break, but we'll see how that goes come once Pisces season hits. Actually, I may, now thinking about it, I may take the month of April, May, and March off. So, March through May, I may take the month off. So my last day I would do any type of booking services will be in February. February is the last month I'm going to do any booked readings. I'm going to take a break and use those three months to really 
really just enjoy life and take a moment to just breathe. So, give me a heads up so if you don't see anything, anything booked, no available booking, I'm going to close shop from March all the way through May. So, but back to my tarot though. So, you know, you have the major arcana and minor arcanas. You have 0 through 21. And then you got the minor arcanas from ace through the kings. You have four different suits, which are pentacles, swords, cups, and wands. Yes. And each of them have their own meaning. So swords is the mental realm. The pentacles is your money and material things. Ace, I mean, um, not ace. <laughs> ace is dealing with the beginning of new passions. Anything dealing with um, new beginnings. That's aces for you. Cups deal with the emotional realm. And the wands deal with anything dealing with passion. And each of, like, ace of cups have its own meaning but all aces are talking about all new beginnings twos have a meaning threes fours five six seven eight nine ten then you got the page page cards knight cards queen cards king cards and they each have their own meaning and sometimes if you get other decks they will most of the cards like um for the major arcana cards, the magician, which is the first card, is mark number one. Sometimes he won't be called the magician. He will be called the conjurer or something different. Same thing. So all the cards will have sometimes different names, but. And sometimes the pictures match the right awake deck. The right awake deck is more the standard tarot deck that everybody try to base their deck off but sometimes they will come to their own illustration of how they view that card themselves so it's a matter of how you can perceive it yourself and at the same time they do put little booklets in there that you can read and you can see how the author the illustrator got to those cards like, chose those pictures the way that they did. So, that's that. Um, you do have oracle cards. Oracle cards are slightly different from the tarot cards. Actually, big difference. The oracle cards pretty much bring the tarot cards all together. They have a one understanding of them. And some of them have words. Many poems on them. Some of them is just straight illustration of how you perceive it is for you. Or you can look at the booklet that every author put inside a tarot deck. So if you ever interested in learning more about that, um, I am doing a miniature project for that starting in January. I'm working on one right now. So look forward to that. Um, they will be dropping January 20th. And I'm not going to give too much away, but just the start date for the project is going to drop January 20th of 2020. 
I may post a little bit more about that on my Instagram page, may do a live video on that. And or I may just wait to January 20th and discuss how I came to that idea the way I did. Um, I do have a mixture of tarot and oracle cards, and each of them I use for different things. And I read each of the cards different based on how I view them. Mm, I will say my favorite tarot card would be the High Priestess, Queen of Wands, Queen of Cups, and the Death card. Those are like my top four favorite cards. So I got two major arcana ones and two minor ones. The Queen of Cups definitely embodies my emotional side of me. The Queen of Wands is definitely me when I'm ready to get down to business and create wonderful, magical stuff that I want to do. So that is definitely me. The High Priestess is definitely me when I just remove myself and see it from a another side, pretty much go into bird mode. <laughs> my crow form and just view things from a bird's eye view literally and see the patterns and then be like hmm okay and then just stay quiet on it until it plays out and I just be like well sip my tea and like technically baby Yoda sip that soup ah delicious so Uh, so that's definitely how that goes. Be a bird mode and just be like, yeah. Or it might even wish and be just be like, oh, yeah, some bullshit coming. I just be like, oh, I know. I see it. <laughs> so that's that. Um, then you have the death card, um, all about rebirth. Shedding of the old, embracing the new you. And that definitely is my Uranus and first house with my Neptune. I definitely be shedding a lot and coming into a new me. I'm forever evolving, so the death card is a great, great card for that. That's how I view it. Some cards I can't, I was, I'm not going to say can't stand, but when they pop up, I just be like, ugh, like, you got to rear your head, like, the Seven of Swords, uh, Seven of Swords, Nine of Swords, Ten of Swords, I feel like it's more, but it's like those three just popping for me right now. The Five of Swords is pretty tolerable because it's like, depending on if you get it reversed or straight up, and some, this is another thing, you got reversals as well, and pretty much the energy is just flipped inside out. Um, not everybody read reversals. Excuse me. 
there is one guy that who does it. Um, he's a YouTuber. So he do have a YouTube channel, and he talks about reversals. So he's great. Um, even another female YouTuber, um, The Quietest Revolution and Nicholas Ashbark. Both of them do that. Um, so they do each of the Zodiac signs for each month and channel the information. they both great. I love both of them. So if you need clarity or just want something to just get you in the mood, not even get you in the mood, just better understanding of the zodiac signs. Both of them are amazing. And I have watched them for a couple of years, actually. So, definitely check them out. I will put them in the description as well. They do have Instagram pages, Twitter pages, and Facebook pages as well. So, the name is Universal Across the Board, if I remember correctly, for both of them. Well, I know for The Quietest Revolution, she's Universal Across the Board. The name is Universal Across the Board. For Nicholas Ashbark, I know his Facebook and Instagram is his first and last name. I think his Twitter is slightly different, but I would say just go to his Instagram, I mean, Instagram or t- Facebook and see his Twitter name and they can tell you a little bit more, get, get you in the right direction to find him on Twitter. Mm, excuse me. But. I have yapped away long enough, and plus it's Christmas, so I'm going to wrap this up, get back with the family, and I will see y'all in the next episode that will be coming out shortly, so look forward to that, and I love y'all very, very, very much. So, bye.